the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Randy Corcoran Program. It is guest host Matt Dunn on board here. I host Backbone Radio on Sundays from 4 to 7 p.m. right here on Salem, Denver. 710 KNUS. The best talk in town, bar none, if I do so modestly say. And what is today? It is July 8th. 2023 and um we got a little bit of rain last night you heard the thunder last night but i am one caller brad just mentioned that the rain was he was thinking like he's had enough rain but i kind of like this i kind of like having a little bit of rain every day sometimes a lot of rain every day i heard there was a big ton of rain when i got up to the mountains for a few days and my normal trail run I do here in town, I go out there, I'm running along, and I almost tripped over this little gully that got carved into the trail because there was so much water that you kind of got to be careful when you're out there with all this, this water that uh, has been flowing around. But anybody else enjoying not having to have their sprinklers on? <laughs> anybody else enjoying green grass? Things popping up out of your garden? That you just really didn't have to work that hard to get them coaxed out of the ground? Good deal. Anyway, Matt Dunn, 303-696-1971. We talked about Ben and Jerry's ice cream a bit ago and how a Native American chief is accusing Ben and Jerry's ice cream of occupying stolen land with their headquarters. <laughs> because Ben and Jerry, on July fourth put out a tweet that uh, America needs to give back its stolen land around Mount Rushmore. Here's here's what Ben and Jerry said. The United States was founded on stolen indigenous land. This fourth of July, let's commit to returning it. And so let's see. I just turned off my own microphone. I was gesticulating so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's back on. Um, suddenly went silent in my own ears. But uh, so they want, um, Ben and Jerry want to return the land, the stolen land around Mount Rushmore. But yet uh, Don Stevens, the chief of the Nolhegan Band of the Kusuk Abnagi Nation, told uh, told Newsweek, but by gosh, that uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream company is uh, sitting on stolen land from that particular tribe. Yeah. So, Don Stevens. Anyway, this is a long way of saying that Donald Trump went to Iowa <laughs> and he went to a Dairy Queen, which I think is a subtle jab on Ben and Jerry's, because there's Donald Trump at a Dairy Queen. He's not eating Ben and Jerry's. He's over at a Dairy Queen, and he's like, handing out blizzards to the masses in this packed Dairy Queen. He's got his suit, his red power tie. Doesn't try to dress up like, you know, uh, an Iowan like the way, you know, 
DeSantis tries to dress up like an Oklahoman when he goes to Oklahoma and talk a little Oklahoma when he goes to Oklahoma. There's Trump being 100% authentic Trump at a Dairy Queen, and the people are loving it. But one thing you got to be critical of is Trump doesn't know what a blizzard is. Listen, listen to this one. Everybody wants a blizzard. Yeah, they're doing the blizzard thing, and Trump doesn't know what a blizzard is. Now, how do you not know what a blizzard is, Donald Trump? Blake, do you know what a blizzard is? Yeah, I've had a few blizzards. Yeah, and you, you, you've known since you were a kid, right, what a blizzard is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as have I. So, uh, yeah, we got to work on uh, his comprehension. Us of what normal a, folk. What a, but see, he just does it. What the hell's a blizzard? <laughs> it just He can do stand-up comedy better than all of the stand-up comedians. And by the way, Trump's in this Dairy Queen in Iowa, and uh, somebody comes up and, and one of the patrons who's getting this blizzard says, we know who won. It's just, it's just one of those things. Everywhere he goes, the crowds are just loving it. And the crowds are huge, and the crowds are massive. And my segue into Ron DeSantis is Ron DeSantis is not, it's just not working out for Ron DeSantis. And even Steve Cortez, one of the people on Team Trump back in the day, and who, yes, I played a fair amount of Steve Cortez audio in recent years. Steve Cortez cut some pretty good clips about the Trump economy and so forth. But then he jumped over to DeSantis, and now, oh, I think he's getting cold feet and kind of advising DeSantis maybe to uh, back off his little uh, campaign that's not working out well. <laughs> and um, according to Race to the White House, which is offering a Republican primary delegate forecast for 2024... In the full field right now, Trump would end up with 1,774 primary delegates. DeSantis would end up with 440. Ouch. And um, after Nevada, if it's only Trump and DeSantis, Trump gets 2,048 delegates and DeSantis gets 406 that's where the forecasts are right now. Yes, they're probably somewhat fluid in that Trump's numbers seem to be rising higher and DeSantis's numbers seem to be falling lower. The more people get exposed to DeSantis and how he is not an authentic human being. And I'll get to Casey DeSantis here in a moment. But since I started playing a little bit of Iowa, Trump in Iowa yesterday... Why don't I do just a little bit more? And, you know, you want some poll data. Trump can offer some poll data summaries uh, very well on his own. Looks like this one may be a double clip, but let's see if, let's just play the first half of it here. It's all bull too. It's all stuff. That's why my polls go up. I'm the only person ever got indicted who became more popular. Because people understand it. They read it. They see it. It's all contrived, horrible stuff. Just horrible what they've done to this country. 
In the new premise poll, we are at 59 percent, and Ron DeSanctimonious is at 21 percent and falling. In the new Fox poll, we're beating DeSanctis by 34 points among Republicans and 50 points among young voters. 50. Thank you, young voters. In the very respected McLaughlin poll of Iowa, this is the Iowa poll just came out. A man named Trump is at 51 percent, and a man named DeSanctis is at 19 percent. You know, it's funny, I saw them doing an interview, sort of a straight interview, and they were saying, so his name is DeSantis, but nobody calls him that anymore because it's like they get confused, there are so many names. So uh, we're getting ready to interview Ron DeSantis, and they're screaming, no, it's DeSantis. <laughs> I've changed a lot of, not, we've changed a lot of lives with those nicknames, haven't we? Eh? <laughs> they follow people right to the grave, they follow them. In Ohio, in Ohio, we're hit by 44 points, just came out against uh, Ron DeSantis. And the new Tennessee poll, I love Tennessee. You know, we have, we have every congressman and woman. We have the two senators, everybody in Tennessee with the endorsements. The Tennessee poll, we're up by 49 points. When asked who's the best to improve the economy, they go Trump almost 60 percent, DeSantis 18 percent. And in New Hampshire, a poll just came out, Trump, 55 percent, DeSantis, 11 percent. In South Carolina, you saw we had almost 80,000 people last weekend, and it was 102 degrees, and it was hot. Who else could stand up for an hour and a half, mostly without teleprompters? Because, you know, if you read the teleprompter, it gets very boring for people, you know? And let yeah, let's let's call that there. That's that's Trump in Iowa just riffing with the crowd, comedy gold, connecting, 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 something that DeSantis is completely incapable of doing, and I would argue Casey DeSantis incapable of connecting as well. So one of the little tricks, and this is just a little summary on this, some interesting things happened this week kind of Somewhat behind the scenes, you have to be in the political weeds like I am to see it. But in California, they're trying to change the rules for DeSantis. They're trying to do procedural stuff. California right now in the Republican primary, if you get over 50 percent, it's a winner. Take all the delegates, a huge amount of delegates uh, state. But good old Harmeet Dillon and the Speaker McCarthy, California donor types, came through with this little subtle change to award delegates proportionately more in California. This was all exposed by Laura Loomer, who is a pretty aggressive investigative reporter out there. And uh, when she exposed this little uh, RNC trick in California, you had a uh, Harmeet Dillon um, tied into the RNC kind of deny, oh, no, that's not, that's not really happening. That's, that's, that's not what's going on here. And then Mike Davis, who's another uh, supposedly close with Trump individual, saying, no, 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 uh, Trump, Trump team approved this thing in California. And it turns out, no, no, the Trump team did not approve it. And Mike Davis would not say who it was that on the Trump team that supposedly gave the nod to this thing to you know, help out DeSantis in California. Anyway, 
then suddenly, you know, you see Mike Davis backtracking, and suddenly you see Harmeet Dillon backtracking, and Laura Loomer nailed this one home. And so be on guard for Rhino Establishment RNC tricks to procedurally juggle things to try to help DeSantis a little bit because he is getting absolutely clobbered by Trump. They're nowhere near where they thought they would be. They're nowhere near where the billionaire donors thought DeSantis would be right now. But, you know, I guess he's going to keep on trying and they're going to try to get Casey DeSantis out there (laughs) to do more personal appearances with Casey DeSantis because they think Ron's maybe a little too flat to go out there on his own and maybe, you know, Ron can just stay home more and Florida and Casey DeSantis can go out there and do her campaigning and somehow they think that that really works. And by the way, I've got this little clip of uh, DeSantis goes on Fox News where they just treat him lovingly and glowingly and give him all these wonderful profiles around the clock of Ron DeSantis and yeah... That's the Murdochs. They really want DeSantis. But Will, uh, what's his name? Uh, Will Kane does ask him, hey, you know, why can't you connect with people? <laughs> and you don't quite hear it in the audio, but DeSantis' eyes kind of like water up if you see the video. But just so we hear this one real quick. Support you. Steve Cortez is one of the major leaders of a super PAC that supports Ron DeSantis, and he acknowledges that the numbers right now are not where they need to be. And, Governor, I want to be clear with you. You and I have met on one occasion, and I think you have done a wonderful job. What I'm trying to suss out tonight is when that job, if ever, begins to resonate in the numbers for you for president. You know, and as I mentioned, we've met, and I, and I liked you a lot, but there are those that say there's something about you that's not connecting for whatever reason. Ouch. Not connecting with the voter, whether or not it be personality. Donald Trump says Ouch. it's about loyalty. Francis Suarez says it's about your relationships. And it's not about those individuals so much. It's, I'm curious in the, the, the analysis of Ron DeSantis of why not yet is connecting. Well, I think, did you just see the news today about... Uh, the record fundraising hall we've had. Nobody's been able to match that in the history of modern presidential politics. So we've got a huge amount of support uh, to be able to take the case to the people. We really haven't started that yet. Uh, We're in the process of building out a great organization, and I think we're going to be on the ground in all these early states. Uh, It is a three yards in a cloud of dust type situation. Okay, so that's Will Cain bluntly (laughs) asking DeSantis, why can't you connect with people? What is the matter with you? What is wrong with you? What What is this about, you know, you're just not connecting with voters? Uh-huh. And DeSantis gives this kind of look into the camera that looks pretty forlorn, pretty glum. Why am I here? It looks like a hostage video in some ways. And you couldn't quite hear it. I mean, he, he went right to his fundraising. Okay, we will record fundraising. And just a quick point on DeSantis's allegedly record fundraising. The vast majority of DeSantis's fundraising was just transferred over from his PAC, which was his gubernatorial campaign reelection PAC. $82.5 million was transferred from DeSantis's gubernatorial campaign PAC to his presidential campaign pack, and I guess legally you could do that. So the vast majority 
of DeSantis's record fundraising that he just talked about is a scam in the sense that that was essentially Trump supporters, Trump money, MAGA money that went into DeSantis running for governor of Florida, wanting him to be governor of Florida, thinking he was this great MAGA ally. He was a great Trump ally down there. And so most all of that money came right out of Trump. And Trump, of course, is the guy that got him to be governor in the first place. And if you look at <laughs> if you look at where the donate some some guy gave gave DeSantis twenty million bucks. Some uh, some huge donor guy, and the big donors are the ones throwing that the rest of the money that wasn't from his gubernatorial MAGA campaign. Anyway, that's all a sham to the uh, answer that DeSantis just gave there. But yet the not connecting thing, I mean, what, I mean how could he answer that? I say, well, uh, golly, Will, I don't know why I can't connect with people. I, I, I don't know. I just, something's the matter with me, I guess. I, 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 but he went right to the fundraising. And so he's connecting with some of the big donors. <laughs> he doesn't connect with voters, but he connects with the big donors. And by the way, if you look at the actual numbers, Donald Trump has outraised DeSantis significantly, and the Donald Trump average donor contribution is tiny. It's like $35 a contribution. It's America's president. It's America's working class. Send in a few dollars to Donald Trump. And so many people do that that he raises huge amounts of millions of dollars, does Donald Trump, to his campaign. And... Nowhere, by the way, in the Fox News article about DeSantis's record haul of donations, <laughs> do they mention the average size of the donation, which has got to be much, much, much higher. But you see, they hide that information from you, so they make it seem like, you know, it's a legit deal, when it's actually a big donor-run deal. And by the way, the Fox News story subtly added the thing about the $82.5 million from the DeSantis governor pack transferred over to the presidential pack. They added it after the fact because Fox News is in the tank for uh, DeSantis. <laughs> and that's why, you know, Will Cain, even asking him that hard question, to say, oh, I like you, DeSantis. You're a great guy. You're doing such great work in Florida. You're a wonderful guy. And uh, But I do have to ask you, how come you can't connect with people? <laughs> anyway, you get the deal. And I went a little long on that. The phone lines are full. And... Uh, we'll, we'll get to the Casey, the Santa, Charlene, if you can hang on, Carly and Guy. Hang on if you would. I just wanted to get that in there, and let's do some chatting when we get back. It's Matt Dunn in for Randy Corcoran, back in a flash. Welcome back to the program. Matt Dunn in for Randy Corcoran. I'm the Backbone Radio Guy on Sunday. Honored to be in here carrying the torch for Brother Randy. Going to get into Casey DeSantis. They're trotting Casey DeSantis, the wife of DeSantis, out into conducting her own events, Mamas for DeSantis. She's talking about her kids a lot. And I've got a clip of her talking about her kids, which I think is strangely self-absorbed. I'm going to talk to Charlene about that in a moment. But wanted to say hello to Carly, who Carly has never had a blizzard. Is this, is this true, had, Carly? I had to call and stick up for my president. <laughs> I have never had a blizzard. So how dare you assume everybody in the United States has had a blizzard because we haven't. Yep. I uh, Was I getting too critical of Trump there for a minute? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's... You know, my, I'm just not going to stand for that. Anyway. Yeah, I, hey, I, and I thank you for, for correcting. I, I usually 
am not very critical of Donald Trump. And actually, here's no, what no, here's I what he said. Here, here, he said this. Everybody wants a blizzard. What the hell is a blizzard? <laughs> Everybody wants a blizzard. Oh. He said, I love it. what the hell is it? Bl-? And everyone it. laughs. See, it's, it's, it's like no funny. One, there is no one on the political scene, I think, ever who has connected with middle America the way that man has. And yep. it's because of his background in construction and real estate and all that. And also, he really loves the American people. So anyway, but I wanted to call because you were talking about <clears throat> possible VP people. Yes. I don't know if you are aware of a man by the name of Byron Donalds. Yes. Yes, I am. And I, he's a congressman from Florida, yes, African-American. I don't know. Yes, and I don't know if he can run. But my point is that man, is he's such a critical thinker. He can take anybody left, right, rhino, and just pound them into the ground with words. I mean, he's such a clear thinker, and he expresses himself so far beyond people you see. Well, Byron Donalds, I saw him on a CNN panel a few times in which he sat there and defeated the entire hysterical exactly. CNN panel exactly. that was all over him. And That's he was, about. you know, he's, he's an America first kind of guy. He's already endorsed Donald Trump. And um, boy, <laughs> it was really brilliant. I love playing his clips. Indeed. So I don't know if he can run, though, because he's from Florida. So anyway, that would just be something... Um, well, that might uh, be trouble for DeSantis in some way or another. Hmm. I don't know, though, if, there, if, if the president nominee and the vice president, if they can... I, I don't know. It seems like I heard that, that he couldn't run, but I could be very wrong on that. Well, and that's I, a great suggestion, though. And see, that's the thing is we're already, um, shall we say, uh, counting our eggs before they've hatched, but... Yeah. In some ways, feeling confident, um, but that name oh, should be I on the list. No Carrie idea. Lake, um, ace in Cincinnati, mentioned the name Carrie Lake in a text to studio. We might chat with him after a bit. But uh, I'll tell you what, Carly, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we're going to save the VP speculation. But uh, I like that one, and uh, and thank you for defending Donald I Trump have- against my withering criticism. <laughs> About his not knowing what a blizzard was. Real quick, real quick. Every time you say how much you love the rain, I want you to please consider those of us, I don't know about everyone else, but here, basements have flooded twice. Oh, yeah. Okay. To the point where you wake up at night if you hear one raindrop. I'm ready for it to be gone. And I have talked to personally probably at least 10 people that have had basement flooding problems in these past, what, two months or so? And Mine so, twice yes, in a month. and that 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 is a just a big hairy deal when that happens. It's anyway, it's rough. So, but I'm glad you like Byron Donalds because I'm glad you know who he is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, uh, thank you. Right on, Carly. And okay, no more rain, no more praise for rain. And no I'll blizzard. I'll try to stop criticizing <laughs> Trump uh, for. Thanks, Matt. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Talk soon. All right, and. Um, Charlene is coming up here, and I'll bring Charlene is calling from Little Rock, Arkansas, and I love it when Charlene can check in. And Charlene, uh, you and I were tweeting about this recently, but Casey DeSantis is being say. yeah Thanks she's she's so being trotted for... out. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Turning me on to that tweet because I wasted twenty minutes of my precious life 
listening to her talk about her kids. And you know how when people talk about their kids, they always have a funny story. You know, it's like yeah. kids say the darndest things. She didn't have a funny story at all. I mean, none of it was funny. It was all annoying. It was about how her um, her daughter was a princess and a diva, and they colored on the walls. And I'm like, okay, so now let's get to the you know the punchline. There was no punchline. Exactly. But then at the very end, she, she says, uh, I mean, it was vacuous. It was boring. It well, was, there was no point to it. You and know, then at the, at the end, she says, I could go on forever. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, I'm not listening to another minute of it. And you I'm going to play it. While, while you're with me, Charlene, let me play that, that clip you're referencing. And this is Casey DeSantis, supposed to be the secret weapon, the salvation of the flatlining, oh. declining DeSantis campaign. And just present company, I... I've got four little kids. My wife and I were always hanging out with families. We've got all these little kids running around there. But I don't yeah. ever hear anybody talk about their kids like this. Well, it's, when they do, they it's tell funny stories. Weird. You know, where it's entertaining. And and I thought she was going to have a few funny stories, but she had she had nothing at all except just it, uh, annoyance. But go well, ahead. And, and again, I'm I'm being a little people. harsh, and I'm pro family, pro kids, and all this, but. There's something oddly self-absorbed <laughs> about Casey DeSantis. Let, let's hear Casey DeSantis, uh, Mamas for DeSantis. And these all true stories. I mean, I can go on forever. So we have a 6'5 and a 3-year-old. So we have Mason, uh, who's our middle one. He's our boy, boy who's 5. We have Madison, who's 6, and Mamie, the first baby born to a sitting governor in the state of Florida in 50 years. She is a little spitfire, that one. As a matter of fact, if you turn on that song, This Girl is on Fire, you know, by Alicia Keys. By the way, she goes, This Girl's on Fida. That's what she says. <laughs> this girl's. But guard yourself because if she gets on any tabletop or anything, she jumps off and expects you to grab her because she wants you to twirl around. This is a little diva. I don't know what it is about the third one. But all of a sudden, she decided one morning she was going to wake up and she's a princess, right? So now we go to bed in full regalia. She's got her princess dress, <laughs> the crown, the earrings, the wand, right? And that's what she'll sleep in. She doesn't want pajamas. Oh, no, no. So we wake up in the morning. So that's our sweetheart. Uh, it's funny. Somebody outside was asking because we had a snow cone machine. Did you bring your kids with you? And I said, no, right? Like I wanted to make subject and verb agree. You're going to see them a lot. We just the other day were in New Hampshire. We did a 4th of July parade. We had all the kids. It was pouring down rain. It was a lot of fun. Um, but one of the reasons why I didn't want to bring the kids or even one of them was because I was having flashbacks of when I did a conversation similar to this with Madison. So I And I don't know. That might be about enough. Of that and that clip and actually it never got any better. That it is a five and a half better. minute clip of her nonstop, not even breathing, just talking, talking, talking about I, about her kids. And I'll yeah, I'll, I'll just know, tell I, you that felt, you're if you're well, around a parent like that, up. you know it's it's yeah. very unusual. And to me, that was a little yeah. self absorbed, a little just strange. What what your your yeah. take similar, yeah, yeah, Charlie? Yeah, it was it wasn't enjoyable, and it, it wasn't anything. You felt like you were held hostage instead of wanting to listen. You wanted to get away from it. You know, one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> but can I just say that uh, yeah. as opposed to Trump, who is like uh, Carly that just says, uh, he, he is like, he comes out and he's riffing with the crowd and he goes, this sanctus. And he doesn't, you know, just skip a beat. He just says it over and over, this sanctus. And I'm like, he, he means DeSantis, doesn't he? And then I realized that he's saying DeSantis on purpose, uh, yeah. you know, because he calls him sanctimonious. And so, anyway, he, he, but you really put those clips together 
so well because uh, you know he 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 is the people's choice. But yeah, talking about Hermit and and all that backtracking they did after Laura Lumra. Yeah, uh, the California so, scam. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so the bottom line was that they have a winner take all. So Trump is going to win and he's going to take all. But now all of a sudden they want to parse it out to where, you know, you get uh, proportional delegates according to how many, you know, what percentage you win, which means that DeSantis, DeSantis, uh, <laughs> DeSantis would get more, you see. And so she agrees to that. But then she says that Trump agreed to it. And and then they said, who on Trump's team agreed? And she could never come up with a name. So it was really she herself. It means they were lying. They were just lying about it. And that they were trying to deceive Team Trump about this stuff. Uh, Not cool. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And so then this guy that's head of this um, legal fund that supposedly uh, he's making money off of Mike Davis, the Article 3 project. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's acting like he's raising money to defend Trump. But then uh, all he does is Trump will make a statement, and then he'll tweet out how he agrees with Trump. And I'm like, so what are you doing with the money besides just agreeing with Trump? I mean, are you hiring lawyers for Trump? You know, I don't know what we're giving that money for. So they're all making money off of Trump's name. You know, And I don't think he can keep up with all of it. I mean, there's just so many snakes that are, you know, Right. They are snakes. They are in the RNC. They claim that they are extremely massive Trump supporters like this Mike Davis guy who that's his currency in the realm and Dylan uh, Harmeet Dylan. But, you know, then they pull stunts like this. And to me, it really blows their credibility badly. And I think both of them, well, frankly, yeah, should. And I love it when people call them out, and because you know, it's like they're gonna they're gonna go the path of least resistance. That's what people do in life, unless they have really strong principles, you know, and integrity. They will take the path of least resistance. And she's probably getting a lot of pressure from McCarthy and all those Californians, you know, to you know make it easy for DeSantis. And so she just kind of want, wants to look the other way. But she's getting paid by Trump, you know, because she's his legal. One of his legal, you know, her law firm is like representing him on things. And so she shouldn't be, you know, pu- you know, pushing for DeSantis. And so I, I, I'm just glad that we have the Laura Loomers, you know, that can. That yep, can exactly. And on. you have to ruffle some stay feathers. On. And boy, the Republican establishment people get rather testy about it. Um, and in fact, the Mike Davis versus Sundance, the conservative treehouse um, oh, spat. Oh, Sundance is fantastic. And Sundance man. ran over that guy with a with an eighteen wheeler. Oh man! And he did it in the nicest of ways. He was just so totally hurt. professional. And Mike yeah, Davis completely unprofessional. And I get we're a little inside baseball with this, but the the takeaway point is that they're trying to. Rig the system and the procedures to help DeSantis yeah. out, like in California. Right. They're going to try this probably in Tennessee, Texas, maybe some other states. So watch yeah. out for yeah. RNC rigging of the primary to try yeah. to There's carve out enough that. proportional you know delegates for DeSantis to give him yeah, maybe yeah. maybe a VP shot or something. I don't know what they're trying to do, but yeah. well, and if he if he last that long you know because he may just you know <laughs> he may he may just you know you know like a uh, like a firecracker he just may explode he's clearly not out, having fun know? uh i think ron DeSantis, you can say assuredly is not having fun on the campaign trail and so they're having yeah. casey go out and talk about the kids 
And I don't know. See, he has to listen to that all day. I don't know how fun that has got to be for him. But oh, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Okay, can I just say one thing right quick on this jury founder? You know, he was over there in Europe, I think, in Europe, protesting uh, the extradition of Assange. Who was? So he's really the founder of Ben and Jerry's. Is oh, okay. the same people that were that were boycotting? Because you know, I think sometimes if 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 somebody big steps up and does something, you know, like Jack Dorsey had came out and said he believed that JFK was assassinated. Right. And, and, you know, when someone big does something like that, it's like the controlled media, you know, I call it the Marxist media. They just swarm them. You know, they're like, okay, we're going to bring you down because you didn't go, you didn't play ball. So I just thought that that was odd that it it showed him in handcuffs being arrested because he was protesting the, extradition or possible extradition of Assange and protesting how long he's been held. And so he's, you know, he's kind of making. Well, if, if Ben and Jerry and, did and that, to, well, if they did yeah. that, then I, I would agree that Assange has been abused and unjustly treated by the global establishment, security state establishment. But yet I just can't get over it that Ben and Jerry are occupying stolen land in Vermont. So uh, that doesn't that undercut it well, all? Know, you know, they the got to give it back, Charlene. Ben and yeah. Jerry have got to give media, back the land. The media may, may have twisted that because they're going after him. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They may have be, they may be feeding him, uh, feeding us stuff to turn on him and boycott and say this is what we do when you try to free Assange. Interesting. How we get you back? Oh. Well, they do it on Yellowstone. They do it on Yellowstone, so you know they do it in real life. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be, Charlene. Oh, well, yeah, that's where Yellowstone got the idea. Well, I tell you what, I'd keep going, Charlene, and you're just such yeah, a beautiful, wonderful like, woman. Love it when you can check in well, all the way from Arkansas. Make, you make me laugh, I'll tell you that, because we <laughs> need to laugh. Thanks <laughs> yes. for doing that. <laughs> what the hell's a blizzard? Anyway, but uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> well, Charlene, thank you. Right. Let's keep in close touch. Uh, Jim and Ace, if you could hang on through a break, I'd love it if you could. It's Matt Dunn in for Randy Corcoran. We'll be right back. Little song called Photograph by Weezer that I recently learned Blake, Blake the man, likes Weezer. Didn't know you were a closet Weezer fan. I thought I was playing Weezer all these all these years, and you were secretly loathing it and... No, I've I've always been a fan of Weezer. I just like ripping them, though. Oh, okay. Well, you like to make fun of Weezer. <laughs> of course. Because they're, they're, they're like nerds with power guitars and power <laughs> chords. I like Weezer, because Weezer does it better. Any cover song Weezer does, it's better than the original. Ah, you can you can count on that one. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's where I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to hash this out HD. after hours. Okay. Jack Black will do better covers than... And we're off to the phones immediately, but the left is very nervous. They're losing control. They've got Trump on the right, and they've got uh, RFK Jr. on the left. New York Times sends out this one tweet, and they're ripping the New York Times establishment deep state media. Says this, and it's five hits in one little tweet. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a leading vaccine skeptic and purveyor of conspiracy theories who has leaned heavily on misinformation as he mounts his long-shot 2024 campaign for the Democratic nomination. Here are five noteworthy falsehoods he has promoted. 
This is from the New York Times. So they, they, they hit him as a vaccine skeptic. They hit him as a conspiracy theorist. They hit him as a purveyor of misinformation. They hit him. They say it's his long shot campaign like he has no chance. And then they say, oh, here's five falsehoods. <laughs> See, the left media is losing control. They are unloved and they know it. They're paranoid and they know it. And I don't know. Like, I'm a fan of RFK only to the extent that he is driving the leftist establishment nuts. And they're worried that this guy's going places, that he's going to be a thing. Anyway, just take that throw it I'm going to do more on RFK when I can. And uh, I'm going to talk to Jim and Ace. And Jim, thanks for hanging on a second. Jim in Denver. How are you doing, sir? Good. I, I hung up on myself once before, but I got back online. Well done. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. Persistent. Um, <laughs> it's worth it. Um, <laughs> you know, I was just thinking how beloved Trump is by the average American. It's just amazing. Uh, it, it is a well, marvel to behold. Yes. Which, Unshakable. Which one of these candidates goes to Dairy Queen? Dairy Queen is all-American. It's It's great. Yes, it is. It's it's not Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> which I think is an interesting parallel. But yeah, Ben and Jerry's. Well, forget them. Anyway, you know, Trump. He, he says what the Americans think, what's on their minds, which is it just connects with people. And you know, it seems to me that the average Trump voter would take a bullet for Trump. But I'm just thinking to myself, what what voter would take a bullet for Biden? Oh. Huh. Those 81 million vote voters that he supposedly got are the shyest people on the planet that don't wear Biden shirts, hats, key rings, bumper stickers, anything. They're strangely shy. All 81 million, Jim. It's weird. Yeah, well, I'm just one of those people that thinks the election was um, not above board. But uh, You have trust you know, issues, just, trust issues with the election. I, I, just, I just don't understand how people don't remember how great the economy was under trump oh they, they do have. the media tried to hide it all the time they really did but the middle class working class blossomed in the golden trump economy i'm just how many how many transvestites did we have taking their tops off at the white house under trump just curious um i never counted that figure up but uh i know the, under the border the border under trump under uh, under Biden is when the uh, male swimmers started winning women's <laughs> swim events. I, I do remember that. That ninety nine percent of the American population wants nothing to do with that. I, I'm just really concerned about the border, you know, because under Trump we had a more or less sealed border, but now it's just wide open. This is really concerning. To there me. you go. And Trump had to overcome Paul Ryan, the Rhino, and the rest of the rhinos that wouldn't spend was it four million dollars on a wall. Well, and they're I'm gonna, spending I'm change, how many I'm, billions I'm, on Ukraine? I'm going to change. I mean, there's so many issues. That, oh, yeah. It could take forever, but I'm just going to make one last point. I, you know, Trump is a person that comes along once in a lifetime because he is so strong. His personality is so invincible. I don't know of any person that could take the withering attack that this guy has taken and still go on the way he does. It's just amazing. Right. And in my opinion, DeSantis would be squashed like a bug by these people. Any normal yeah. person would be. Exactly. 
and it's just it's just amazing, and I just hope he can keep on. I mean, he spoke for well over an hour in 102-degree heat in South Carolina before 50, 60, 70,000 people, however many people were there, while Lindsey Graham was getting booed off the stage. And he just did that in that kind of heat. It's, uh, and he, what is he, 77, 78, something well, like that? So what? Yeah, um, I forgot my train of thought I mean, there, Joe I Biden would sp- get out there in that kind of heat for two minutes, and he'd be in the fetal position <laughs> instantly. Absolutely true. And the fact is that he doesn't have to do it, and he's, and he's doing it still. So Exactly. I have to applaud him, and we're at a precipice, so hopefully it uh, goes our way. Well, the establishment is good at clobbering, clobbering, dismantling, destroying anybody that stands up to them. But there's one person they haven't been able to do that to, and that's Trump. And he just keeps coming back at him, and they're what, scared to thing. death that we he'll go in and wars. win again. We didn't have any wars under Trump, and with that, I'll say goodbye. Yep, Jim. It is great to hear your voice, sir. Hope you can stay close with us, Jim. Um, very interesting thinker, Jim. And um, Ace in Cincinnati is checking in, and the great Ace who needs no introduction. How are you, sir? Evening, Doc. As always, best political commentary around. Uh, appreciate what you do. Your Twitter feed is excellent and is the only reason to be on Twitter as far as I'm concerned <laughs> because without... Right on. The At Backbone Radio. With, yes, the, the the article about Harmeet Dillon and Mike Davis has hammered home what I have said previously on this program or on your program, Backbone, that the American people need to step up and get involved in the Republican Party at a local level. They need to start going to your caucuses, to your primaries, representing, because the only way Donald Trump can help America is if the American people help Donald Trump by putting MAGA people in positions of power in the GOP versus the Harmy Dillons that are trying to change the rules in California to remove delegate votes to try and prevent Donald Trump from, you know, securing the nomination. The Republican Party is the union party. It is, as Rush Limbaugh said many times, the Washington generals. They've proven it time and time again. And yep. Mike, da- Mike Davis, you know, oh, well, Trump, Trump, was represented. He was represented by Harmie Dillon, who was doing things against the Trump campaign. And when the Trump campaign yep. was notified, they said, this is absolutely not what we want in California. Yep. And again, swamp creature McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, has yet to endorse Trump and has said that he won't at this point in time. What more does the American people need to see that the Republican Party as a whole is not representing them? Do not give your money to the Republican Party. Give it to Donald Trump and Donald Trump candidates only. Do not give a nickel to the Republican Party, because if you do, all you're doing is wasting your money and supporting the Union Party. Do we do we need Tim Scott's? or Lindsey Graham's getting us more involved in Ukraine wars or other stupid things around the world that, that we have no business 
being in? I mean, is is there a war that Lindsey Graham doesn't want us to fight? Yeah, they, they, he wants everyone else's kids to go fight his World War Three that he's always, you know, cooking up, and, and you know, he wants Ukraine to be a part of NATO, which is an instant recipe for World War Three, in the sense that. Well, if they're part of NATO, then we're all in this very directly. America's in it even more directly than the sort of pseudo-puppet war that it happens to be at present. Exactly. It's just the America last stuff that somehow our elites always are obsessed with putting America last because somehow it benefits them more to put us last. And um, that's got to change. And we are awake, Ace. Republican voters are awakening and awakening and awakening. Just listen to talk radio. People yeah, that call in and say they're they're awake, man, and uh, the folks that you know try to try to go against that awakening, you know, it's not easy, right? No, it, it it is it is not easy. But again, that is why it is absolutely essential that people take part in their local politics. General Flynn has called this out. Donald Trump has asked people to support and help. That's the only way that we can overcome the the Koch brothers and the Uniparty's money and this establishment. Again, something that only that you find out through your Twitter feed and what you've talked about on air. DeSantis lying about his money for his campaign. Oh, record money. Like you said, because he took his money from the gubernatorial campaign and put it into his presidential campaign. And how did it, he raise it, all that money to be governor? Because people thought he was MAGA. That's Trump money. It, Yes, because Trump supported him and Trump told people to support him. And that's the only reason that guy has more than three nickels in his campaign when he he could barely win against a, you know, a man that's been convicted of uh, drug use, sleeping with prostitutes. That was Andrew Gillum. Yes. Uh, Mayor, what uh, was it? Jacksonville. I can't remember where Tallahassee, but Jacksonville. Yeah. He, he didn't was, have the poll to to get his endorsee over the top in Jacksonville this last cycle. And, and he, he would not have ever won the governorship of Florida had it not been for Donald Trump. So, again, the, these are the people that we don't need. And as far as the question of... And Trump actually, Ace, here we are 10 seconds out from the end, but... To be continued tomorrow, we'll be back in for Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn here, 4 to 7 p.m. Ace, you are amazing. Thank you, my good man. See you soon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.